0: The point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? let talk about Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
1: The point after show.
0: What can you do? I mean, there's
1: nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do <laughs> We couldn't <laughs> throw. we throw throwing interceptions. it just I mean, The point after show.
2: The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Hello everybody and welcome to the Point After Show. This is the week of October 16th and we're coming at you with episode 4. As always, I'm joined by Tom Lipko, Paul Lipko, Ed Skarupa, and I'm Cavi, the producer. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to jump right into our week 6 recap. Tom, I'm going to start with you. So the 49ers and Bills.
1: Yeah, it was a good game. I've been saying this for weeks. Everybody, make sure you get LaShawn McCoy on your team. He went off for another huge week, 140 yards and three touchdowns. You also had Tyrod Taylor, Ed. That was your boy. You, you made a big start this week in fantasy. Yeah, I knew uh, I, I had Phillip Rivers. He's been my he's been my go-to quarterback all year so far, but I, I sat him against the Denver Broncos defense from Thursday. Started Tyrod Taylor. He had two touchdowns, 179 yards of uh, passing, and the 68 y- uh, rushing yards. On the ground helped as well, so
0: he it was a good start on my end. Other than
1: that, Paul, any San Francisco news or any other Bills
0: news that you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. I mean, the return of Cap, Cap doing what he normally does. He puts up mediocre numbers to the air and uh, drops sixty on the ground. But other than that, the team is pretty has really much, really much has nothing on the nothing going. Uh, Curly had a buster game. Uh, that's pretty much all I got.
2: Not even any professions of love for your boy Sean McCoy or what?
0: I don't I don't need to profess my love although I did love getting
1: 40-some points for him this week. I just wanted to call that this week at the over-under predictions, I called the over-19 fantasy points. Thank you, LaShawn McCoy. All
2: right, so let's move on to uh, the Eagles and Redskins game, a game that's close to our hearts here in uh, this area. It actually kicked the Steelers off the air this week, and they didn't air it around here because of this. So, Paul, let's start with you on this game.
0: I think Eagles defense got pretty exposed again. um, They, they, you know— Couple First couple games, Eagles' defense was really solid. Carson Wentz, uh, speaking of exposure. Finally came back to earth. I mean, I wouldn't say he had a horrible game. He, he obviously didn't turn the ball over, but 179 yards and no touchdowns that don't win you fantasy leagues. Seven fantasy points. That's, mm-hmm. For a quarterback that
1: you've been talking about for weeks, I think that's a pretty bad game.
0: Yeah, all in all, uh, the Eagles' offense was a train wreck this week. Washington just had them all bottled up across the board. Nothing fantasy value on that side. But I will say, uh, Matt Jones went bananas. Uh, 16 carries, 135 yards, and a touchdown. Kirk Cousins chipped in with his normal 263 and two touchdowns. Mediocre day, but enough to keep you wanting to start him every now and again. Wide receivers, your boy Crowder, who I dogged last week and I actually dropped in our league. which I think you picked up the scraps on. Had a touchdown for 52 yards. Let me ask: Did the Eagles' offense score any points this week? I don't uh, think so. A couple field goals, but that's um, it defensive touchdown for the
1: pick six and uh a a kickoff return again listen to our past episodes i've been saying this for a week carson Wentz, rookie sorry it's
2: junk junk so is jordan matthews absolute junk
1: and they still need to get Darren sproles back in the offer
2: off my i I agree with that so let's move over to the browns and titans what do you guys have to think about that ed let's start with you on this one
1: i started the titans defense i picked them up off off the waivers. And in my other league, I also have Phillip Rivers, sat him and played Marcus Mariota. DeMarco Murray has been doing what he's been doing, another touchdown this week. Duke Johnson on the other side of the field, he scored a touchdown, but he's still not very fantasy relevant. Isaiah Crowell shit the bed, and then I know, I know Paul likes uh, Terrell Pryor.
2: So, uh, yeah, big Terrell Pryor, Pryor guy over here. Yeah,
1: I'm, I don't uh, know, he did like him, but then, I, uh, then this week he
0: said, uh, yeah, I drop mean, him. No, no, drop, no, no, him. No. drop him, drop him, drop him. Go back to the tape. I drop never said- him, drop him. I did. Uh, I did say bench him. Drop him. Uh, I did actually bench him this week uh, too, so he can drop. Remind me with dropping uh, nine catches, seventy-five yards, two touchdowns. So yeah, that hurt putting him on my bench, but he's still the man. I like him. Uh, Kendall Wright comes out of nowhere, which I know in previous years, Tommy, you've had a raging one for this guy. Uh, oh, eight I catches. Oh, terrific. Oh, uh, raging eight catches 133 yards and a touchdown you think this is legit you think this is finally him getting back and Mariota's got his target back i
1: think he's healthy Mariota you know they have Delaney Walker to worry about they have the receiver back from Miami down there to worry about i think
0: kind of right this might be his year i got uh, he's owned in eight league or 8% of leagues i would tell you right now um you might want to keep your eye out on the saver the waiver this week you might see his name show up take a peek sniff around
2: Hey, you're a Duke Johnson guy right
0: yeah but I haven't started in about three weeks because he's been doing nothing
1: for me I mean he he did get a touchdown today but that's that's about it and I just want to uh you know think of the last couple episodes we had here I've been saying trade high on Isaiah Crowell hopefully you listen to me if not I think you're too late. And you got to ride them out now.
0: I think I think it's safe though. We can
1: probably I'll tell everybody to drop Derrick Henry because if
0: if anybody has Derrick Henry, I think it's drop him. Yeah.
1: You're not. If if if, you didn't drop him by now. You're you're a little late on the wagon.
2: I mean, if you're if you're in a dynasty league and you got him late, maybe hold on to him. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're or mancuff, got you know,
0: got or, or if you got DeMarco Murray and you have him as a as a as a backup,
2: yeah, you're holding okay, on to so. him as a handcuff. Yeah. Other than that, you got to get rid of him. Let's move down south of the border of us here. Talk about the Ravens versus the less ugly of the Manning brothers, Giants. Less ugly. So let's, uh, Tom, let's start with you on that.
0: I don't know if you could say less ugly. <laughs> yeah, actually the exact
1: opposite of that. I think thinking. Eli, <laughs> good <laughs> arm today, buddy. You're definitely slinging out there, so I'm not going to make fun of you because you're out on TV every day and I'm not. But Eli had a pretty solid game. He was out there slinging all day to his favorite, favorite target.
0: Odell? Odell? Did somebody
1: say Odell? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Odell. Hell yeah. If Odell you, uh, Beckham was a beast. Two over two hundred yards receiving this week. Two touchdowns. What are you
0: gonna do? Oh, what do you mean? What are you gonna do? If you guys read my uh, my 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 blog, yeah. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys read the uh, the panic button article that I wrote, Odell was in there. People are panicking on Odell. With I, I'm gonna give you credit. Crazy? You see I'm dogging you all the time, uh, but you put it out there. People Spot were, on this week. I can't even tell you how many people in different leagues, how many people on Twitter were saying – How you many dum-dums. Uh, how many people were just saying, what What should I do? I got to trade Beckham. Do not trade Beckham. He is a freak. It was only a matter of time. Well, yeah, here's the thing, come too. Come I, have a,
1: I have a question here. I know you're not worried about Odell Beckham, what he does for fantasy – but what about a distraction to the team? This conversation has been going on for a little bit. Again, today he caused him the 15-yard penalty
0: after his touchdown late in the game.
1: Ravens were marching. What if they scored there? What What do people say about Odell Beckham at well, that point? They
0: say he scored uh, two touchdowns and he went but, for 222
1: but yards. That's that's individual stats and great for Odell Beckham. But, but he didn't. But that doesn't put the win on the board. So you got to just... You have to sit I'm back. not worried I about think that. For fantasy, to talk value, with for fantasy
0: value, I'm well, not worried about
2: that. Ed is really a big about. proponent for kicking nets. So what, what do you think about big this? Big proponent
0: for kicking nets? Well, you know me and my kicking so nets. It would go unnoticed if I didn't. Terrence West is a must-start in every league format. He had another big game, 87 yards, two touchdowns, 23 carries on the ground. I think Ken Dixon's hype has got to start to fade off now and – Everybody's got to realize that West is
1: is. Uh, Does Harbaugh come out and say he's the man? He's look at he the last couple to. weeks. He the last couple
0: to. weeks, when questioned, he he would not commit. But he doesn't to need West. to. He just keeps giving him twenty three carries a that's, game. That's the easy way out. That's Cabby, 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 on, on my bench. Back. Cabby, how do you feel about West?
2: On days? my bench. Yeah. On I think the, the, last,
1: the last couple weeks, Joe Flacco need a backup.
0: Flacco would be an okay Eddie's uh, wacko for Flacco for sure.
2: If you look at Flacco,
0: he he's he's a quality quarterback when he throws the ball enough times. If he then, throws the ball for more than 40 40 times, he typically puts up some decent numbers. But when he's in those games where he's throwing less than 30 times, he puts up less than less than 15 points a
2: game. So let's uh let's move down and talk about my Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. If, root, you, root.
0: if you took the
1: under on this game, you lost by halftime. Breezy for cheesy. My boy, if you listen to uh, our podcast on Monday night, that was uh, my Lord and Savior Breeze's Christ. Actually over over projecting my projection or over producing my projection and throw it for over 400 yards, four touchdowns. He did have one interception, but um I, he just had a great game.
0: He's on my team. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen.
1: Oh. Oh, I, w- I didn't want to give you No, one. I didn't. That was dangerous. How about Kobe Fleener getting a rushing touchdown? Yeah. Right? A little um, disappointing
0: for me as a junior zone. I think rezone. fantasy
1: owners, if you held on to him, he might start paying off. This week he had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. That's big for fantasy points. He had over, what, 24 fantasy points this week in a lot of leagues. So definitely look for the production there. You also had Cam Newton. He looked lousy in the first half. I know he's coming back after the concussion. But he went out there, put up his fantasy points for the owners, even went over projections when you wouldn't think he would. You know, three hundred and twenty two yards, two passing touchdowns and an INT, but the rushing touchdown really bolstered his stats this week. Both sides of the ball. What do you think? Jonathan Stewart coming back this week? He's putting up two touchdowns. It's a
2: beast. This yeah, there week. was
0: a lot of fantasy love in this game. The only person that honestly just didn't see a lot of fantasy value for a lot for somebody that's owned in a ton of leagues is Mark Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely uh, I have him in three leagues. Yeah. yeah. Mark Ingram. Forgot to come out of the locker room, I think, and he just kind of just got whatever was there. But I mean, you got Brandon Cooks got into that. Brandon Cooks, paying off for owners again, seven catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Another 87-yard touchdown this week. If you guys remember, what do you have, like a 90-some yard in week one, right? Yeah, yeah 90 Drew Brees and Brandon
1: Cooks have the two longest touchdowns in the NFL this year. And
0: I was a big hater. I've been a hater on Brandon Cooks for about two years. I think that he's boomer bust, but it I'll seems agree. to be more booming than anything right now. So I'll agree with I'll that. I've, I've drafted him the last two years, and...
1: One week, he's great He put up those long touchdowns, a couple hundred yards, two two touchdowns here and there. But at the end of the day, like you said, he's boom or bust.
0: The last guy I want to talk about real quick, and I think he's someone that people need to start looking at, he's owned in less than 20% of the league, hint, hint, savor the waiver, is uh, Michael Thomas. People have got to start getting on his wagon. He's stringing a couple of good games together. Another touchdown, 78 yards this week. What do you think, Ed? Uh, I I mean I like any receiver on the New Orleans Saints. Um, I, the one guy that
1: I had and I started him in two leagues this week was <laughs> Willie Snead. He was coming back from a toe injury. I just there 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 are a lot of mouths to feed in uh in, in New Orleans, but I mean it is Drew Brees. He he spreads the ball around. I think there's like eight eight receivers that I had a to catch today. So I mean he certainly gets the ball spread around, but at the same time he does have his favorite receivers. Uh, Brandon Cooks being one of them. So. We're yeah, going Drew Brees just loves to sling. That's do you get mad at San Diego for getting rid of this guy. That
2: was like ten years ago.
1: I understand, but you
0: know, look at the I situation. Don't don't know. I I think think yeah, time to look yeah. Let yeah. Go.
2: Um, yeah, they're they're all they're both out there slinging the ball. Olson,
0: Olson, uh, just keeping the segment going here. Olson, uh, six catches, ninety-four yards. Calvin Benjamin, eight catches, eighty-six yards. Just doing what they normally do, getting your getting your fantasy numbers. So, uh, all in all, it was a monster fantasy game.
2: All right, let's throw it over to the real-life bottom feeders, maybe not so much in the fantasy world. Ed, what are you thinking about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chicago Bears right now?
1: Well, the Jaguars won this game, but I want to talk about Brian Hoyer. Consecutive weeks, several consecutive weeks now, he throws for over 300 yards. He didn't have a touchdown in this game, but he also didn't turn the ball over either, which is a positive thing for fantasy, uh, for fantasy owners. Uh, the one person that I do want to talk about, though, for the Chicago Bears is Jordan Howard uh 15 carries for 34 yards he did get a touchdown but I mean that's not a good percentage or yards per carry percentage but I
0: know there's another player that Paul barked about for a while not or uh, the last week anyways and that's uh Cameron Meredith yeah if you guys listened out on me and you heard me talking about uh Cameron Meredith last week and you guys jumped on him huge game for the for the Bears this week huge game for his owners 11 catches 113 yards uh he didn't get himself into the end zone but then again not many Bears did um, but still, a great, great fantasy week. Um, outperformed Alshon Jeffrey. What do you think, T? I'll swallow my pride on this one. I, I told you
1: not to pick him up. I did say, just to protect my neck, that if he does produce two weeks in a row, he's worth that waiver wire uh, transaction. So, Paul, good move on Cameron Meredith. The one thing I want to touch on a little bit here is the Jacksonville Jaguars came out earlier this week and said TJ Yeldon was their man. But you look, Chris Ivory had the touchdown. He had more carries. I don't think T.J. Yeldon is the man there in Jacksonville.
0: No, I think at, um, if I'm being honest, I stay away from all things running back in Jacksonville. It is a absolute disaster there. Um, it, 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 I don't know what you do if you have any of those running backs. Hopefully they're just sitting on your bench and you have something other. The big option. thing
1: this year going into the season, everybody was high on Jacksonville Jaguars offense. They're going to be putting up a ton of points. The Allen Hearns, Allen Robinson show last year they had double-digit TDs. Blake Bortles going as a top-five quarterback in fantasy draft. Sophomore just, slump. It's just
0: not there this year. Yeah, there's it's a lot there. of – they're missing chemistry. Uh, Bortles is looking very, very sophomore-ish as a quarterback. I, I, uh, to your point, I know last week we uh, – on on, Thursday, on Friday we actually took a, a trade question, and it was about Allen Robinson. And if, if I'm not mistaken, I was the only one that was on Allen Robinson's side. I, I think, Paul, I think I agree with that. Eddie, Eddie oh, yeah, has yeah, your back. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. split on that yeah. trade. And it was Tav, right, right now right so. now it's yeah, right now it's not looking good. I get it. It's it's just another one more game from that trade, but I mean, Allen Robinson, and there's two things in this. There's two guys in this game right now that I be com- I'm completely concerned about. You might see them on panic button soon, but Allen Robinson's one of them. He's right now across 5 games, he's only averaging 12 points as a run, as a wide receiver one, which is where he was probably drafted, not good. And then the worst, even worse than that, is Alshon Jeffrey? What in the hell is going on, with Alshon Jeffrey? He had an all-right game, seven catches, one ninety-three of yards. Biggest weeks in a
1: while, which they is bad. To dog
0: him. But then, okay. hey, hey, you got to be looking I, up on. Things. I think he had he had seven catches, ninety-three yards. I think he had about thirteen or fourteen targets. But here's the thing: like across the uh, six games that the Bears have played, Alshon Jeffrey is averaging ten and a half points a game only fantasy points. Things got that's, better today.
1: That's all. that's, that's they how didn't I look. Get that
0: much better. I mean, he had, what, 13 points maybe somewhere for some, most leagues? I don't think it got that much better. Alshon Jeffrey, you're supposed to be looking for a wide receiver one out of this guy. I don't think you're getting it. I'd start to worry about it. Does Cutler get his job back? I think we could kind of put that to rest. with Hoyer playing as well as
1: he has been, averaging a little over 300 yards, about 320, 330 yards a game since he started. No turnovers. I don't think Cutler's getting a job.
0: No, I don't either. But uh, I will tell you this. Um, one quick note um, if for the Eddie Royal owners out there, I think he got hurt in this game. It, I'm going to double-check it. I think he he tweaked an ankle, and, 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 again, that led to a lot more touches for uh, Cameron Meredith. So if that's something long-term, especially with Kevin White already out on IR – uh, Cameron Meredith's value and Elshon's value just continue to keep rising.
2: I also think if you're sitting on Eddie Royal as a long-term wide receiver option, your team has a lot bigger options or a lot bigger problems that you need to worry about.
0: Yeah, and I think he, I think a lot of people were putting him in as a spot start this week. I think they were, uh, and it, and actually at the beginning of the game, it looked pretty promising for him. He had four early catches, uh, but then he got hurt, and that was it for him.
2: Let's move uh, over to the Rams and the Lions, Paul. Let's start with you on this one. Well, I mean. <laughs>
0: I'm Golden I'm, take. I, I'm a, yeah. yeah I'm going to swallow. Has, he has two doses of medication to take yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm going to eat some crow on this one. It's one game, but I will I will I will openly say I was wrong for a game about Stafford. 270 yes. yards and four touchdowns. Great game for Stafford. Uh, he played the Rams, but the Great Rams game. have a solid defense. Great game, nonetheless. And the bigger one that I'm going to sit in and probably take a beat down for, especially from Eddie, all the harassment I've been doing with the drop-em, Golden Tate. What was that? Stardom. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But I, I guess you could probably be happy that you Alexa. didn't drop him. I think Eddie played him in sixteen out of seventeen leagues he's in. So eight catches, hundred and sixty-five yards, and a touchdown. There's there's two guys I want to touch on in this, and, and they're not even superstars. Let's go back wild. to Golden
2: Tate for a minute right. and reiterate. Yeah, the he's fact. from Notre Dame. And
0: then he's from a Notre, Notre Dame guy. Right. Notre yeah. Dame guy. Maybe yeah. he should go back to Notre Dame this week. He can get a game. He may get a win. It
2: would it would help. Yeah. It would help.
0: Couple couple quick things. Two guys in this this game that I feel like and, and if you're you're following me on Twitter. Um, You saw me tweet out about these guys. They're owned in less than 20% of leagues, both guys. Kenny Britt, just doing Kenny Britt kind of things again. He's a big uh, man. Dude, Dude, for some reason, thinks it's 2011 again and just going freaknik on everyone. Seven more catches, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. I think the
1: potential was always there. He just always had those off-the-field issues, a couple injuries. But,
0: yeah, Kenny I think Britt's he's, a beast. I, I think he's mature now. He's definitely going to do some good things. This I year. think he's safe to roster. And, and, again, another guy that's owned in – less than 15% of leagues. Guys, get out there and pick him up. Uh, this is a big week for wide receivers on the waiver wire. And then the other guy I wanted to talk about was another guy that might think it's 2011, and that is Anquan Bolden, Um guy that continuously flies under the radar, eight more catches, 60 yards, oh, He's touchdown. not going
1: to get you those 140 yards that he used to do in his prime, well, he's I definitely get that, getting
2: but... you those big
1: targets, yards, 60, 70 yards a game, and touchdown here and there.
2: Is Anquan Bolden worth a roster spot though? Oh,
1: absolutely. I think now that Eric Ebron's out, I think he's oh. a he's a he's a big he's a big guy. He's so
2: is a big he? Target. Is he a he's flex? A, is a he a wide receiver? Today, too? today
1: he definitely played like a big tight end. You know, he bodied up some defenders. And I think
0: he's scored. A, I think he's a good spot start. I think if you have guys that are coming through buys, and, and he's sitting there, he's he's okay to spot start him. It, it's his third touchdown of the season, guys. I, I mean, he's he's averaging seven, eight targets a game. Matt he's, Matt, Matt Stafford. Has complete faith in him, and he loves throwing the ball to him in the red zone. Just a one one quick person that I wanted to mention: Todd Gurley again, kind of a subpar performance. 14 carries, 58 yards.
1: The one thing that really got me with Todd Gurley today, and I'm a Todd Gurley owner, so you know I'm definitely gonna be jacking him up. But Todd Gurley. <laughs> Getting four targets today, caught four four targets. Almost had a receiving. See, I think touchdown. that's the
2: bigger thing is that he caught four of them this week instead of missed all of
1: them. Well, here's my thing, Joe, is they're having more faith in him in the receiving game, so I think that only increases value. It's gonna come. Today was just the Case Keenum, Kenny Britt show. So Todd Gurley had to take a backseat, but he didn't have a terrible fantasy day. I'll take double-digit fantasy points from any any position any week.
2: I would love no, for doggy. anybody on my team to have double D no,
0: points I, every I, week anymore. I agree one hundred percent, Tom. I am not worried about Gurley. Um yeah, he I think a lot of this was was, was game oriented, but he four catches out of the backfield for uh, thirty nine yards is is definitely encouraging to me. Plus Case Keenum vultured one of his rushing touchdowns
1: from the one yard line. Yeah, we Okay, down. all right, all right. We're we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. We, we but we moved
2: on. Good. All right, all
1: right.
2: So let's go on right, to uh I'm okay the lip goes this
0: one. If we so, want to move right past this game. Let's I'm go right. right
2: to the Lipko's for their Steelers. The uh-huh. Versus the Miami Dolphins. Ed, we know where this is falling on them. Let so me, let's start with no, you. Let me have let, this
0: you're one.
2: You're kind of red let in the face me, right now. Just take a deep breath and uh, let's move forward. The blood pressure is
0: still skyrocketed since 1.30 this afternoon. I mean, typical Steelers playing down to their competition, getting beat, and every fantasy player on the Steelers that everyone started, the big three, Or if you want to put coats in there, just absolutely shit the bed this week. Last week on the show, I asked everybody, and I was was adamant about why is Big Ben not considered an elite fantasy quarterback. And I quickly remembered why. Big Ben cannot play on the freaking road. He just had a a, a horrible 189 yards, a touchdown, two picks. Yeah, he was dinged up.
1: Obviously, as a Steelers fan, I'm going to defend him. He was a little dinged up there. They didn't know if he was going to come back with that knee injury. He's got MRI tomorrow. We can defend it so, all day. He played like poo. All right. He played
2: like poo. But, League again, this,
1: he was injured in the second half. So, you got to take it for face value. But that's, what that's what I'm going right, to All right. All Here, right. Here's what I need. I need I need
2: an unbiased take on it. Ed, Ben Rappelsberger.
1: Ben Roethlisberger? I'm, I don't know. We'll see what the MRI says,
0: but he he did
2: not play
0: Ben Roethlisberger. Start ben Roethlisberger. He oh, a, he's uh, a
2: must-start every week. I don't had, think there's no, a question about
0: that. He's a, a must-start when he plays at home. I don't he's don't even care if he's in a he, you know, wheelchair with yeah. two caps on. Yeah. Yeah. I,
2: I think he's a must-start uh, every week. Le'Veon
0: Bell finished with um, over 100 all-purpose yards, but nothing spectacular. 55 on the ground. I'm sorry, 55 in the air, 53 on the ground. Another day where he doesn't
1: get in the end zone. Yeah, actually still averaging over 5.3 yards. Yards per carry in the ground, so so yeah, it was, it was solid, just like you said, game oriented. It dictated what was going to happen. Darius Hayward Bay, the Steelers were down him. early.
0: Darius Hayward Bay out rushed him with one carry, and he, by the way, got a touchdown.
2: Everybody just gets lucky once Got a bad yeah, game. But, uh, like, we talk fantasy now. We just want to remind the listeners that that's not a reason to, to start Darius Hayward Bay because that's no. not happening no. every week for you. No. Was just me. No. You know, leave him, on, leave him on the line. That was my
0: bitterness about Le'Veon Bell. Like, uh, there's a butterfly and, in the room. Antonio, Antonio Brown, four catches, 39 yards, obviously was just. I mean, Eddie, he, that was, Eddie yeah. you
1: ready to trade him? I'm not trading him. ah yeah, uh, nanny no. you got You're I can't. I cannot listen. trade him. What is your – what What yeah. are you right now? You're going to be one in five after this I'm week. not going to be one in five. You're going to be one in five. You need to get rid of Antonio Brown, package him up, send
0: him over to me. I'll take him. You, <laughs> not, you need all bad, the man. Antonio Brown you can get on that shit. Hey, I'm not – All ready.
2: right, so let's move over to the other side of the ball, though.
0: Well, real fast. Before we
2: move, one more quick
0: thing. For all you Sammy Coates owners that that were – you went and picked them up on the waiver, sorry. Drop him, drop <laughs> him. Lacerated hand. He says he's a more targets. Here's he my you thing, man. Why, why even bother? You're you're just screwing with fantasy owners. I get it. You know the NFL doesn't give two shits about, they it, but they care should. About
1: fantasy. They, they care should care about us, about, damn it.
0: You gotta win the game.
1: They gotta care about us,
0: damn it. Nah, here's
1: the big thing. Let's move to the other side of the oh, ball. Base. I know Paul's over here talking about the Steelers. I love it. Every second of it, except for the loss. I know the fantasy didn't do crap. But let's get – Paul has Arian Foster on his team, and we've made fun of him all year. Paul, how
0: did that work out for you today? Well, I kept him on my bench because I'm smart and I'm actually good at fantasy football. Um, and I told everybody on Twitter today that I know he's playing, but he's a huge risk. Even if he played, he's always I don't always even want to really
1: talk about him. That he's isn't always. what I was setting you up for. But I, I am nervous. ready for you to start talking about nervous. the new starting running back in Miami, Jay Ajayi. Ajayi. But – I have, yeah. a, I have an accent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Borat. Uh, Ajayi definitely went uh, went ham today. Um, uh, the Steelers' defense is typically not a bad defense um, against the running backs, but Ajayi just made them look it's stupid. Big man's fault. 204 yards, two touchdowns. Apparently, Ajayi channeled his inner Eric Dickerson and just went stupid. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm worried about Arian Foster now. Does he even get his, his job back? You drop yeah. him? Of course.
2: No. You, you still want him? He still has fantasy value this year. Davy well,
0: Williams out carried him. Yeah, absolutely. Is, so i think' You're, 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 si- you're
2: six. My
1: fourteenth round draft pick for Arian Foster. Here's the right thing: now. I think if you're, if you're an Arian Foster, owner,
0: it here's you, It's only frustrating. You don't drop him. You're I mean, six weeks the into day, the season. He's still the starter there, technically. Where? When did he start? Last? Let me let me finish. When did he start last? When he wasn't hurt. But here's okay. the thing: if they're not. He they wasn't they, hurt they today. knew he. Listen, when you have to, when you have to try, when you have to warm up or check yourself at warm-ups... You're probably not 100. percent They weren't going to rush him out there. Ajayi was doing fine, and I think at the end of the day, Arian Foster may maybe he's the starter, maybe he's not. He's not droppable. If anything, you stash him. him. You stash him. Hope for the best. Drop him. And you hope that eventually you can trade the shit out of him because drop you need him. to get rid of him off your team because that's what I'm
2: doing. Okay, so you're holding on to him for trade bait. At yep, this point. Absolutely, you stash okay. him away until that's he has
0: until he gets. Move. drop him. You stash uh, I agree him with that. If you can listen, you can listen to Tommy, but then you're just a dum dum. Let someone else be the dumb dumb. And
2: all right, face the let's move on top. to a game a little more exciting than uh, the Steelers Landry. game. Landry,
1: Landry, okay. Anybody got anything on Jarvis Landry?
2: Okay. Anybody got anything on Jarvis Landry? Tommy owns him,
1: so I, I just wanted to. No, he, he put up decent fantasy points again this week, but nothing spectacular. Like I always say, he's going to get his catches mm-hmm. and
0: he's going to get some decent Can yards. we can we tag Jarvis Landry as captain unspectacular? Because I feel like that's what he is. I don't know. Seven are, catches, ninety yards. This is are a normal you going to say you don't
1: want? 13, 14 fantasy points out of your wide receiver two? He's your wide receiver one. No, he's not. I have Brandon <laughs> Marshall on my team, too. All right, I'm just I have Calvin Benjamin. Sorry to hear that.
2: So now let's move on to uh, the Patriots and Bengals.
1: It was a story of two halves in this game, for sure. You have Tom Brady coming out in the first half, not really doing a whole lot. You have Gronk a little quiet in the first half, but wow, did that turn around quick. Tom Brady went out angry in the second half. I guess he realized that he was suspended. Another week, phenomenal. Only six incomplete passes on the day out of 35 attempts. 376 yards and three touchdowns. Tom Brady is a beast. I have him in one of my leagues. I know we're back to using the word beast. We skipped it last week, but this is a beast week for sure. Look at Gronk, 162 yards receiving on seven catches for a touchdown. You had Garrett Blunt, You had running backs here. I've been saying get rid of Laguerre Blunt, but I'll tell you what. He's still putting up touchdowns, putting up those fantasy points. 15 There's points like in carries, 50 yards and a touchdown for Joe Cavy. A couple catches out of the backfield. But the big story out of this one was the backfield was James White. And maybe not even the story of James White. Is Dion Lewis going to be a stud when he
0: gets back catching balls and running balls here? Uh, I think Deion Lewis will get back to his starting role eventually. Um, I think he's eligible to get back next week or the following week. Who knows if he's going to be like 100% healthy right from the get-go. He still has to get into some football conditioning. Um, I'm good for James White for the foreseeable future. For at least the next two weeks, I think James White is – Having Tom Brady back is, is the best thing to happen.
2: And I'm, I'm going to apologize to all the listeners for uh, being so hot on Martellus Bennett because he sure came back to life this week.
1: I think Paul and I actually said that this week, uh, that the Gronk machine was going to be the tight end out of New England to get fed. And uh, we nailed it on that. Cav, he was the only one that said go Martellus Bennett. It hot know. on
2: him. It didn't work out. And don't trade Gronk ever. Um, Lesson learned.
1: <laughs> Let's move it to the other side, though. Cincinnati. Not much going on here. Brandon LaFell got a touchdown. But, I mean, as far as um, A.J. Green, he had an average A.J. Green type of week. 88 yards, six receptions. G.L. Bernard once again outcarried carried uh, Jeremy Hill. And that was somebody we spoke about last week was, was Jeremy Hill. Yeah. You know, Ed and I, uh, we were on the side of who knows what to do with Jeremy Hill. Paul liked him. I think Cavi kind of liked him, too. Said keep him on the, on the roster. No, no, no.
2: I hate Jeremy Hill.
0: No, but I I 100% keep Jeremy Hill. Here's I think another that, week where he proves you don't know what you're going to get. No, I think that the problem they had was that this game was it was they were playing from behind from basically most of the second half. So then he he limits himself to what he can do and what well, time yeah. he can be on the field. Listen, every time you play in New England, your guys are limited. You know I mean, their defense is not bad, their offense is spectacular, so you're probably going to be playing from behind at most points. And I think that that Giovanni Bernard was on the field more. He probably got more. Drop him. He probably got more playing time simply because of the fact that he's their, he's their passing back. But he he had more carries
1: today, too. Not just That's, not just receptions. Because not just he was started. on the field more. And he calls really? audibles. That's because what happens. He's more
0: versatile.
2: Uh, Anything yeah. else going on for the Bengals? or uh,
0: Brandon LaFell caught a Uh Red zone target. That's, what, his third? So two is weeks. he worth
2: the uh, pickup and a stash maybe watch a couple weeks? I
0: think, yeah. Have I have him on my bench. He didn't, and, you know, I have him on mean, my bench. I saw you pick him up. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think he's worth the stash. Um but, uh,
1: if you have a transaction, definitely, you know, you could waste it on him. I wouldn't be mad at you. This game, this game was not
0: indicative of what the, typically the Bengals are going
1: to do. That's a two-game skit they're on. Not putting up too many points on the offense, so, yeah, you know. I wouldn't be worried about it.
2: All right, let's move over to... Uh the rainy, sloppy shitshow show mess uh, ruined my week that was the Raiders versus the Chiefs. Um, for those of you who are completely dependent on the Chiefs, uh wide receiver and core and quarterback, this wasn't a good game for you. You mean
0: the Oakland Raiders.
2: Yeah, that would be uh, Cavi. Yeah, I think Cavie, he's, Cavie's uh, Cavie's trying to shy away from the city. What, trying, blo- really trying to block it out. Yeah. If, like,
0: you guys, if you guys I don't know all what you're remember, talking about. If you guys all remember our podcast last week, it was Cavi was in such a great mood. His his Oakland Raiders looked amazing as far as Derek Carr had a big game, Cooper had a big game, and Crabtree had a big game. We were, we were complimenting the guy on playing all three players. Cavie tried to make then, a trade for a Seabass this and, week. And then the Oakland Raiders' meteor just came crashing down to the I their mean, ass. Cooper did have a great game. He didn't score a touchdown, but he had 10 receptions yeah. for 129 No yards, doubt. But, but playing both of those receivers no, no. week after week, this is yeah, what's like going a to happen. Tree, catch two, two catches for
1: 10 yards. Let's also car. talk
2: about the tsunami that came down and the fact that that field is built in 1900 and retains water worse than.
0: A Couple quick notes on this one. Um, if you, Crabtree obviously is is is, <laughs> if you have them, in my opinion, this is this is me talking. Is is I would I would probably look for some trades.
2: I've been trying.
0: Uh, but on the other side of the ball, I can tell you right now, it's 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 anyone's guess on this rushing game. Um, uh, I told everybody. I don't know. I told everybody that was tweeting me about Spencer Ware versus Jamal Charles, I said, you go with Spencer Ware this week, Jamal Charles is still easing himself back in. Jamal Charles did get a touchdown, 33 yards. But Spencer Ware, 131, a touchdown. He also added 32 yards through the air. Uh, I mean, he he outrushed Jamal Charles two and a half one. So you're a Jamal Charles owner, and and, and be honest. Are you a little bit worried that this this backfield might be a little bit split and you're going to start losing some stuff with him?
1: here's the thing. I think at this point that the Kansas city's backfield is both sides are phenomenal. Uh, You have Spencer Ware, you have Jamal Charles. I think they're both going to put up fantasy points every week. I'm not worried about it. I think Jamal Charles production is only going to increase as the season goes on and he gets back to, you know, where he's been. This is, Kind of his first game back. Last week he only had, what, two carries. This week he kind of got back into the swing of things, both on rushing and receiving. I think you're, you're solid both, but I think by the next two, three weeks, Jamal Charles is going to be the man
0: there. I, I'm i going to go the other way. I'm thinking Jamal Charles is getting passed by Ware. I think that he is going to be a fantasy headache for people that have him on their team. Um, and I'm glad for, I'm one person that's glad that I don't have him on my team. I don't want to have to think about it every week. It's, it's gonna like?
1: be it's gonna be a I don't know a coin flip every week. I think Spencer Ware he had a forty five yard uh, run. Other than that, if you look at it, his his average would have been like twenty three for nine. Other than that, yeah, he, other than that, he would have had 90 23, yards. Carries and he's still, for 23 carries. He still twenty three had twenty four so. carries to Jamal Charles nine. So I, I think, but I, I I kind of agree with Paul here. I think it's gonna be a transition. I, I you just, might see you might see like eighteen ten next week. If I'm a Jamal like that, Charles then, owner,
0: I'm I'm hating my life. I yeah, probably I drafted him in the first three rounds and or, or traded But for if him. you're
1: a Jamal Charles owner, at this point of the game, you would definitely expected something like this. You prepared for it. You made trades. Whatever you had to do to get a position there where Jamal Charles could be a spot start or a flex play. You're not relying on him to be an RB1 or an RB2. Listen, if you're this late in the game with Jamal Charles and not really worrying about stuff, you missed the boat. You missed the playoffs. Better luck next year. And if you're a Kansas City Chief... Wide receiver owner, that's another it's, – it's a coin flip. I mean, Travis Kelsey and Jeremy Macklin are the two uh, notables on that on that receiving core. That You never know what you're going to get with them. It's, it's, it's inconsistent. Uh, it's, it's tough to uh, sit them, but, I mean, it, you're not getting much
2: these days. Yeah, as a guy who drafted Jamal Charles in the second round and then traded him away, I'm going to pat myself on the back. But we're going to move on to the next game now. First, though, we want to give a shout-out to one of our sponsors, the Leonard Theater in downtown Scranton. Coming December 11th, Trapped. Headstrong, they'll take you on. Trapped, coming to downtown Scranton. Live music returns to downtown Scranton at the Leonard Theater. Tickets only $15. Hop onto Eventbrite, type in the Leonard Theater. You guys can get your tickets now. $20 tickets available for the VIP balcony. Get you in the VIP box. Maybe you can hang out with everybody from the point after show. So we're going to move on now to the Falcons and the Seahawks. A battle of the birds. Paul, let's start with you on this one. Another another game where I'm
0: going to have to uh, fess up and and I'm going to have to swallow my pride and say uh, Matty Ice impressed. Matty Ice uh, did what a lot of people didn't think could happen against Seattle's secondary, and he put up some good fantasy numbers. If you were brave enough to start Man- uh, Matty Ice, 335, three touchdowns, uh, a pick, I think he had a fumble, but nonetheless, a, a quality outing for uh, probably— yeah, the
1: pe- They were not afraid to throw today. No. I didn't expect that to be part, much part of the game plan.
0: Another week where Julio, um, <laughs> Julio goes ham and you would never expect it. Kind of like he did two weeks ago against uh, Carolina. So it seems like Julio is the every other week man. Do you guys just bench him next week? Because he's pretty much due for like a two. <laughs> you don't bench him, but like it's the games that you expect him to do very well
1: that he shits the bed. And it's, it's, it's the games where he plays a tough defense or a tough um, quarterback that he does great against that, it's, I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Richard Sherman, but Julio Jones exposed you today. Seven catches, 139 yards, and a touchdown. I saw you on the sidelines fighting with teammates. Hopefully, that was just to get you energized. But Julio kept doing Julio. Course, it's because he's a an tough, asshole. Tough task to try to govern him. Yeah, Julio's a beast. I, I,
0: I would absolutely tell you this. Um, going back to Eddie's point about you don't bench Julio. Uh, I had a lot of people on Twitter this week hit me up saying. Do I bench Julio? And I said the same thing to everybody. You do not bench your studs. You do not bench Julio Jones. I don't care if Julio Jones is playing the 109th Battalion Army. You, you play Julio Jones. Um, actually, a quick shout-out that I want to make to one of our listeners, uh, Jake Pittman11. Boy, you told me, you were barked at me about you were starting Alshon over, over Julio. I told you it was a horrible idea. You said, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'll give you props. Alshon had an okay game. Woo! But what about my boy Julio? Wow. I bet you won't bench him next week.
2: Or, Start
0: or, your studs.
2: Or listen to our podcast again after this week.
0: Probably <laughs> never listen to our podcast. We're just but kidding, if you want to keep, but if you wanna, all part of the fantasy, if you want to win your game. fantasy league, you listen to our podcast. Moving over to the other side of the ball, Christy Michael. Yeah, Eddie, I know you love he this knows. guy. Yeah. Eddie, tell yeah. us about him. Well, I started him.
1: Uh, he's my flex play this week. I mean, I had Jonathan Stewart or him. They both had great games, but Christine Michael, I had to start him just because he's their number one. Jonathan Stewart was coming back from an injury. Uh, he didn't disappoint. He, he's been solid uh, every time I start him. Uh, another, another two-touchdown game like he did uh, not last week, but the week before, I believe. So I,
0: I'm going to keep on starting him until he proves me otherwise. Hey, yeah.
1: Three targets out of the backfield, too. You know.
0: Yeah. Can't complain. He's a start. He's a must start. I, I, he's an RB, RB1, RB RB2 almost every week anymore just because they love to run the ball down people's throats. Plus, he's a goal-line vulture. Um, Jimmy Graham came through this week for owners. Six catches, uh, 89 yards. Not a crazy game, but a good enough game for a tight end.
1: About damn there's time. Doug, yeah.
0: It's, uh, and then there's Doug Baldwin, who let down a lot of fantasy owners this week. Uh, four catches, 31 yards. Started in a lot of most leagues. Um, I just think... You know, at the end of the day, he was he was bottled up on that the
1: level. Seahawks. They ended up pulling it off at the end to beat the Falcons. So good to them.
2: So you're looking at two weeks in a row with C.J. Spiller having a touchdown, two weeks in a row that he played. There was a buy in there. Is he worth the pick up and stash? No handcuff like at all. He
1: might have had the concussion, maybe through protocol today at, might at have the gotten game when out. he got smacked toward the end there, down by the goal line. <clears throat> Watch him. Uh, I don't think he's worth a pickup. No, nah, sure.
0: Christian Michael right now is my only pickup until Rawls gets back, and then I'd start worrying about Christian
2: Michael. So you're saying he's still the second best uh, CJ on that team, behind right? CJ Prosize from Notre Dame.
0: I'm pretty sure that you are not even know CJ Procise yeah, is said. still on the team when I asked he, you today.
2: Well, he is. You confirmed that he was. Um, all right. So we're going to move on to our next game, but one more advertiser we want to give a shout-out to. Carmen Winter's Realtor. You guys are looking to buy a house? We can vouch for him. We've all bought houses, not with him. But we've bought them so we know a good realtor. He's the guy to go to, Carmen Winters Realtor.com. That's C-A-R-M-E-N-W-I-N-T-E-R-S.com. The guy's name, Carmen winters.com Check him out. He'll take care of you. Won't sell you a lemon.
1: If you're looking for a house, honesty, and integrity, Carmen Winters is going to You're going to want to
2: go to a different realtor. But if you're looking for a house to buy, you're probably going to want to go see Carmen. We're just kidding. <laughs> Carmen's a good guy. We're, we're, we just lost our sponsorship. Carm put together a really nice package for us, guys, but we're still working through how to do a podcast over here. So we wanted to give him a shout-out, give him his sponsorship. He's taking care of us here, making sure that you guys get this podcast every week. So we're going to hop over to our last mm-hmm. game of the week, the Cowboys and the Packers. I don't even want to talk about it. Come on, tell us about Lacey. don't even want to talk about it. Eddie La- if Eddie Lacy would run the goddamn ball and keep his feet on the ground and stop jumping around. Ooh, maybe he needs a pizza. Maybe. He maybe yeah he probably does need a pizza. If somebody put a goddamn pizza in the back of the end zone, the guy might score a touchdown. I Cabby am so livid about, about it. About I can't.
0: Cappy, your face is mad, Your
2: blood pressure is up. I can't even. I can't I even go, go here. He needs something. Cabby
0: is projected right now. He needs now to, to cut lose something. This week, maybe right, cut an arm off. And, and I think Eddie Lacy might have something
2: to do with it. Eddie Lacy has everything to do with and it. Patrick. Have a bad day today and Crabtree and the rest of my team. But that's wow. not that's I well, Let's even look to the right other right. side of the ball. Is, is Go. Yeah, you good. Let's let's look to the other right. side of the ball. Go ahead.
1: so
0: um we're not gonna have the conversation again right now, but we will eventually. Dak Prescott still should be the starter going forward. 247 yards, three more touchdowns. He did finally throw his first pick. Hey, there were two
1: history makers in this game. Dak Prescott set the history mark today. With uh, most passes without an interception. Uh, he broke the record previously held by Tom Brady.
2: For a rookie. For a rookie. The record? Is that like Brex's? The record? That's what I was
1: saying. Like oh, yeah, right. good, 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 good. He, he finally threw an interception late in the third to set the record at 176 consecutive games. There was also Zeke Elliott, the first rookie running back to reach rush for 130 yards in four straight games. This guy is a freaking beast use beast again. <laughs> oh, I told you earlier. Beast is my word tonight. I again, mean,
0: I love Zeke. Uh, I love the fact that I played against him this week. He scored a lot of points for my opponent. Unfortunately, not enough for him to beat me. Uh, if we want to call out Rivera, one hundred and
1: seventy-four total yards he had this week.
0: Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. He's the real deal.
1: Um, people ask,
0: can,
2: he, so can, you can gonna... he
1: transform his <laughs> his college skills to the NFL level?
2: Haters now appreciate. It. Now Eddie Lacy needs to take a look at the way that Zeke Elliott hurdled somebody tonight and kept moving forward, and then he would know how to hurdle somebody. But Paul, let's throw it back. So are you going to retract the statement last week that David Johnson? It would be ridiculous to make the statement that Zeke Elliott's going to be the best uh, running back in fantasy football this week instead no, of David Johnson um, this year, rather than here's, here's, here's not this my week.
0: feeling about Zeke. I think they're I think they're working him too much. I think they're beating him up already. And I'm I, if he doesn't make it to week thirteen this year. You heard it from me. I don't. I would not be surprised. I firmly believe they are beating his kid's body up early. Twenty-eight more if carries today. Did you not see the guy? I, I, I listen. He's a freak of danger. Okay, but, but he's a rookie in the NFL. You, you got to remember, in college, you, how many games did they play in college? Thirteen games, fourteen it doesn't, it doesn't games. Doesn't he's to play matter. a big full season here, plus preseason. Hey, I'm telling you, he, he takes a big. Big you dude. saw that jump, that hurdle he did, and then took an absolute shellacking. And did you see, after the shellacking, he still pushed forward for another seven yards?
2: So, I guess the question then is, to keep it fantasy relevant, do you look to trade him now if he's not going to make a pass for the team? No, 13?
0: absolutely no. not. I, you know, you, you right Yeah, well, no, you well, ride him. Again, I would never trade he him, no, nah, not at all. Because I'm, I'm not banking on the fact he's going to get hurt. I'm just saying that that's just my feeling, okay. that he won't finish the season as the top running back because of potential injury. But I will tell you now, if he's on my team, I'd be very, very happy to have him, and I would be starting him every single week. Moving over to the wide receivers, uh, I'd be kind of, I'd be crazy not to mention uh, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, all five foot seven of this guy. If cat, Eddie yeah. wins,
1: he needs to send Cole Beasley a tweet and thank him.
0: And Maybe I'll, a might coupon
1: send him a for photo, a haircut. Uh, not a photograph. That'd be weird. But uh, maybe some uh, a written flowers note, a written note uh,
2: thanking in him In a bottle. Well, if you were to send him a photograph, what would it be of him, <laughs> I don't and, know. and what would it look
0: like? It yeah. would be weird. <laughs> it would be weird. <laughs> you could, him, you, could uh, you could send him an ID so that maybe you guys can take him out for a drink. Because I don't even know if that cat's old enough to get into a bar. He looks like he's like eight. You know who
1: he kind of reminds me of, uh, like a. Like a Julian Edelman slash
0: Danny Amendola type. Except Guess, not good looking.
1: Except well Does I, he lose targets when Des Bryant comes back? No, Des Bryant. I don't think so. I don't totally think so. Different.
0: I think um I totally think Terrence Williams and Dez Bryce, Bryce Butler might Des Bryant was there the first three games and yeah. he was still getting the targets. At the end of the day, maybe, my maybe worry maybe is when, I, Romo, comes when
2: Romo comes back, Romo comes maybe
0: when Romo comes back. But I think if you look last year, I don't Cole think Romo's Beasley, getting his job back.
2: Well we're not gonna go into that again, but is I, Des Bryant gonna come back too though?
0: Yeah, he'll be back next this week. He'll be back next week. I think they're on a bye yeah. next week. Once back, Romo back. comes back, Dez will be back. That's that's what I I just don't think Dez and Dez have, have, right. have a
1: little a, chemistry. Yeah. And here's yeah. the
0: thing: if you look back last year, Cole Beasley was still getting those catches when Romo was there. He's just he's a slippery dude, and he's honestly he's he's solid for PPR leagues. If you if Cole Beasley is sitting on your waiver wire, go out and get him right now because everybody in your league's an idiot. What about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? What what's going on there?
1: Aaron Rodgers game. He almost had 300 yards passing, but you know, they were coming late in the garbage time when he was trying to make a comeback. One touchdown an INT. Didn't look that good. If you're Aaron Rodgers owner in fantasy football, what do you do with him? Relax.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. just sit back R-E-L-A-X. and
1: RELAX. Give, give the guy,
2: the guy a break. break. He had a bad week.
1: What, what he had a bad week. He really hasn't done much in fantasy this year.
0: I think he's getting you enough to still be a top ten quarterback. So what else are you going to get out of him? You need to hope that you who, know. Yeah, you need just, to hope who, that you have a team around him on your fantasy team. But I, there's nothing, you know, top ten guys easily for fantasy value. I, I am I am I concerned that he's struggling and that team struggling? Yes, especially with Jordy Nelson back. Um, I'm not concerned if I have Randall Cobb though because two weeks in a row he's just. And I, I mean, and now I he's
2: the now he's the backup running back, so he just got added value for you. Yeah.
0: yeah, Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, and then who's this Ty Montgomery coming out of nowhere? Ten receptions, he had three carries today. Yeah, he played a lot out of the backfield. Most of those catches came out of the backfield, little dump passes. Because the, the reality is this: Aaron Rodgers is under is under duress every time he drops the ball. He drops back. Uh, that, yeah, that I don't that,
1: agree with that too much. He's, he's definitely has decent amount of time back there. There are a lot more nah. uh, quarterbacks in the NFL that are more time-sensitive when it comes to releasing the ball than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has just been very consistent this year. The last two weeks, he's averaging only about 13 fantasy points. I, I, I'm i just worried about him. And not just him, the whole entire offense. It, it, I mean, I was going to ask you guys, if going forward, I know Devontae Adams is probably, has probably been picked up by a lot of people in fantasy. Who would, Going forward, do you drop – Devontae Adams and pick up Ty Montgomery. I mean, what what's no. the fantasy? No. I'm no. away
0: for, honestly, I mean, for me, I have no interest in either one of those. Guys. I don't either, but I mean, deep even league, in like deep even league. in even in deep leagues, maybe a sixteen team league, I could see that desperation. Yeah, I, I'm not. Okay.
2: All right. Well, that's about all the time we have for tonight. We want to remind you to head over to our website www.thepointaftershow.com, and then follow everybody on Twitter. Ed, give us a shout out your Twitter.
1: Uh, it's at e. Skarupa, that's S K O R U P A underscore P A S. And I'm Tom. I'm at T Lip
0: underscore The P A S. Paul? I am uh, Paul underscore The P A SHOW.
2: All right. So I'm Joe, and uh, you can follow me at at Cavi underscore The P A S. I remembered it this week. You guys can also find us on Facebook. Um, it's facebook.com slash The Point After Show. We're on Instagram. We're called The Point After Show on there. We're on YouTube. uh, We're on all kinds of websites for the podcast. Do us a favor. Right now, if you're listening to this on iTunes, hit the subscribe button. Then every time that the new podcast comes out, you guys will know about it. Mondays and Fridays. Yeah, we'll see you guys on Monday. Peace.